Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Kirsty. And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to watch this. I'm looking at gifts. Kirsty just did like this full on head tilt and then just like paused and then said, Hi, I'm Kirsty, and I wasn't ready. Are you getting into character? I am. That's my new routine. <laughs> um, I forget how to do the intro now. <laughs> do you want to start over? Uh, no. This is Hate Watch with us. It's our show about things we love and hate and love to hate. There, there That's it is. Good enough. We got for there. today. <laughs> you know everything you need to know now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. We're here. We're here. <laughs> By the grace of God. It was only something. slightly cursed. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. And we're going to talk about some Hallmark shit today. Yeah. For we're diving into reasons. like two of our favorite categories that aligned like the stars mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. <laughs> brought us something truly delightful, you may say. <laughs> I, delightful feels like a strong word. In it, a hate watch way. <laughs> it was an experience that I had watching yeah. content, I think is what I would say. I would say that. <laughs> <laughs> One of these was more palatable than the Mm -hmm. other. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Before we dive in, we're still in quarantine, although some people are not. (laughs) Okay, that sounds bad, though. So, for context, (laughs) I am an essential worker, so... That's that's all she means by that. I didn't mean that actually at all. (laughs) I meant that some people think it's okay to go out in the world. Oh yes, yes, that is that's true. That is a problem that we are facing. (laughs) Wear your masks. Please wear your masks and stop going to bars. Yeah, forever. Just don't do it right now. Just don't. (laughs) Um, But this has been Kirstie and Kelsey's quarantine corner. (laughs) And Kelsey's Quarantine Corner is just a gentle reminder to stop fucking this up, every single one of you. Dear God. (laughs) Holy shit, stay inside. Yeah. You you get a lecture and an update. Yes. Um, So I promised an update that I would watch Hamilton. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we actually both watched Hamilton. Yep. On the same night, but not in sync. No, we were like 15 minutes off, which is a little distressing. It was. I, my only reaction (laughs) is, I don't get it. And I felt like Ben Wyatt, when he goes and sees little Sebastian, is like, I don't get it. The funniest thing about that to me is that we knew that was going to be your reaction. We talked about that ahead of time. Mm Mm-hmm. And it wasn't for lack of trying, y'all. Like, Kelsey really went in with a good faith effort. I did. And I watched the whole thing, and it was really long. It is long. Yes. And I can appreciate things about it, but it's just not for me. She's and not a theater okay. kid. No. No, once, not no. never. Nope. 
but I watched it and I get it. <laughs> yep. Yep. I had never seen any version of it. I've heard the cast album a million times and it did explain some questions I had because there mm-hmm. are parts of the cast album that made no sense to me without actually seeing it like performed yeah, in order. I can imagine. Yeah. There's like because mostly the issue is that there's so many refrains and it's just mm-hmm. like why are we doing this? Is the cast album basically the entire show? Basically. There are, like, okay. a, a couple of small tidbits that got cut in the yeah. cast album. Um, but it's pretty much the whole thing. Got it. Um, so, anyway. It was cool. And the other thing I didn't realize, I was just talking to someone who I don't think was you about this the other day. But Weird. (laughs) I know, wild. Um, Disney got rid of the free trial of Disney Plus right before Hamilton dropped. Mm. So I thought I had seven days, and they charged me after, like, two. (laughs) That'll get you. Yep. And I really should have seen that coming, but they, like, didn't publicize it anywhere. Um, Of course not. Whoever it was that I was talking to about this was talking about, like, seeing that happen to a bunch of people on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Which amazingly never hit my Twitter. I mean, maybe you're protected from the Disney people, though. <laughs> well, no, I think it's the <laughs> opposite. I think a lot of people on my Twitter had Disney Plus accounts by choice already. Ew. Or Ew. got them for Hamilton, but, like, weren't mad about it. Interesting. So I just, like, don't think people... Like, I don't necessarily have Disney people on my Twitter, but I have a lot of parents and a lot of TV critics and a lot of people who would watch other Disney properties. Yeah. Like your Star Wars and your whatnots. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think I have like a, the section of the Venn diagram of people who would be like low key chill with Disney plus. Interesting. Yeah. And now you're a paying subscriber. Now I have paid for one whole month of Disney plus and Just in time, not only for stay at home to not be a thing in my household anymore, I stay at home socially, just not for work. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But also for me to enter, like, my busiest season Mm -hmm. at work, so to be home with my child the least. Yeah. The time that I needed to be paying for Disney the least is the time that I have now paid for Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Where was this two months ago? Where was this? When we were watching Blue's Clues for, like, six hours a day. Mm-hmm. Anyway. The other thing I've been watching a lot of, thanks to um, Margaret Lyons, our buddy, mm-hmm. uh, is Britain's Best Home Cook, mm. which is Mary Berry's new, com- not new, it's like two years old. <laughs> new to Kelsey. So, after she departed Bake Off, and... It's similar in some ways, but it's framed around, like, in general home cooking, so a bigger variety of things, which is good and bad in some ways, and Mm -hmm. it's all on Hulu. It's just quite delightful. I'll say that (laughs) more honestly. That is delightful. About Hallmark, but especially, like, for some reason, the first season had a lot of things that were bad about the format and Mm. they took this like hard turn in the second season and improved it like a lot so that's i love it when that happens a nice journey yeah i find that so satisfying it really is 
Uh, my only update is that I, we may have done this as an update already, but Below Deck Med is back. It is back. We so, did talk about that. Thank goodness. But you're watching it. I'm, I <laughs> you're am, caught up. I'm caught up again. Mm-hmm. I fall behind. I catch back up. It's fine. <laughs> but I, I am, sit there and I say, did you catch up yet? Did you catch up yet? <laughs> <laughs> For three weeks. And then I just like binge it all while cleaning my kitchen during nap time. Yeah. Um, and it the, it is joyful. It is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Big fan. And Kelsey has finally convinced me to watch OG Below Deck, mm-hmm. which TBD when I will actually do that, but she has convinced me. So that's yeah, also oh exciting. Yeah, boy, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be wild. OG is just incredible. Yes. I love it so much. I can't stop watching it. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, enough about things that we love and onto things that we <laughs> do not so that much. Things that we love to hate. But also some things that I love. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> this is so, a hey, watch Kelsey's joy kind of moment. In, in a weird way. So <laughs> we were having a a crew meeting, Kirsty and I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all crew, is, all crew. Yeah. About podcast planning. And we were thinking about like the things that we like to talk about. And we started talking about Meghan Markle's <laughs> career. <laughs> Like you do. As one does. You know how sometimes it's midnight and you're just impulsively having a crew meeting and you just start talking about Meghan Markle? You do. Because we're like, well, we talk about Outlander, but we don't have anything to talk about about Outlander. So we talk about Hallmark. Okay, that's a good idea. We talk about the Royals, but nothing's happening there. But wait, what if we combine Hallmark and the Royals? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> because we learned that Meghan Markle was in two Hallmark movies in the... We don't have a name for that decade. The teens. The teens. In the teens. <laughs> um, yeah. And oh my god. We're not in the teens anymore. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I just caught up. We're in a different decade now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. buddy. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's fine. I'm just gonna let that marinate. Yeah. You'll be alright. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, yeah, we watched both of these films. They were both available to us through cable, so they may be available to you as well. And I know we're not the first people to this party, unfortunately. They're both on Amazon Prime also. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. So many platforms to watch Meghan Markle. That's what you want, is to go on Amazon Prime just to watch... Yeah, no kidding. Hallmark. (laughs) So definitely, yeah. (laughs) Although, like... Oh, I have an idea. We're going to have a crew meeting. <laughs> I love crew meeting. crew meeting later. All crew, all crew. Great. All crew, all crew. Yes. I'm just taking notes on that. Um, okay. <laughs> anyway, do you want to tell us what these movies are called? Um, okay, so the 2014 film is called When Sparks Fly. Mm-hmm. And it is about a big city journalist who is sent back to her small hometown to write a 4th of July story and discovers the life and love she left behind are exactly what she's been missing. (laughs) Yeah. And then the 2016 movie, which I saw in a review somewhere um, receiving the honor as the final film Mm -hmm. that she acted in before becoming royal. Yep. Um, 
So that's that's something she gets to think about for the rest of her life. <laughs> She'll be back. She'll she be can back. make it. She can earn income now. She already has a a Disney contract, doesn't she? She There's, just did a. She narrated a documentary for free. I thought there was something with like a voiceover for an elephant and some kind of that animated. Was it. Oh, that was it. Oh. It's already happened. I, okay, I just Full missed news. it. It's entirely. on Disney Plus. You can watch it. <laughs> My time has come. Um, so this one is called Dater's Handbook. Mm-hmm. And it is about Cass, who is a successful businesswoman that appears unsuccessful in her personal life, and decides to try the Dater's Handbook at her sister's encouragement and dates several guys to test the process. <laughs> I don't know, like, which premise I like more. You know the the meme that's been going around Twitter that's like describe your favorite movie as boring as possible. Yeah, this it is sounds it. like that person wrote this synopsis. Yes, <laughs> girl dates two guys because of book. Yeah, <laughs> girl dates guy because of Fourth of July. <laughs> girl writes article, meets man. Meets man she's met before. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can I tell Um, you, I don't know how we want to handle this conversation, but can I just tell you um, a thing that was on my mind watching these two movies? Yeah, yeah. So I watched them um, in chronological order by accident. So I started with When Sparks Fly and ended with Dater's Handbook. Mm -hmm. And... Um, the thing that was wild to me is that whoever was allowed to do her hair and makeup in the first movie did Mm -hmm. her so goddamn dirty. Mm -hmm. So dirty. Like, I don't think I've ever seen anyone so incapable of curling someone's hair. And like, (laughs) obviously, I've never styled Meghan Markle's hair, but her hair texture looks like it would take a style fairly easily. Yeah. And they just fucking goofed the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. There's one of the first scenes when she's in her high-powered job. She's in this, like, conference room, and her hair is all down and curly, and it's just the jankiest fucking curls. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was a nightmare. Um, And in Dater's Handbook, they just nailed it. Yeah. That was a hairstylist who, like, rose to the occasion. So I have a theory. Yes. That... If you think about the trajectory of Hallmark, yes, you're right. <laughs> yes, I, I'm looking at pictures of Meghan Markle's hair, and I got this oh. very bizarre pop up in the middle of it. And I thought, <laughs> I thought somehow that Amazon was trying to trick me into buying this movie, but it was oh, trying to no. trick me into doing something different, and I was just confused. Anyway, anyway, Meghan Markle's hair of, is spectacular. It is. So if you think about the trajectory of like the Hallmark movie season. Mm-hmm. And the budget. Mm-hmm. I think they're throwing, obviously, the most money to Christmas. Yes. But Valentine's Day, which is Dater's Handbook's yes. release time. Yep. Also very important. True. Much less important is their summer content. So I think in terms of a budget standpoint. Sure, sure, sure. There's a lot less to work with on When Sparks Fly. <laughs> Fair enough. Plus, it was 2014. And I feel like yep. 2016 is when Hallmark movies were starting to, like make it into the mainstream. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, we... D- when did we discover Hallmark? Like, mm. 2017? 
2000. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that that seems right. So, yeah, it, people had started discovering it outside of like Hallmark's usual Target demo. Yeah. Yeah, right around 2016, because there was a whole conspiracy theory when we came on board that um, Hallmark was increasing in popularity because of the Trump era. Mm -hmm. That, like, Mm -hmm. the depression that we all sank into. After the election. (laughs) That's right. right. Required Zoloft levels of Hallmark movies. Yeah. 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 So anyway, I... So anyway. Yeah. Perhaps Hallmark also cared more in 2016 than 2014 was... Certainly possible. My addition to the theory. Yeah. Yes. So... Um, Also, the two romantic leads in both films had the same hair, and it mm -hmm. was bad on both of them. Yeah, so. there were a lot of similarities between these two films mm-hmm. in a way that I'm not sure is just, like, the Hallmark formula, or yes. if it's specific to, like, oh, Meghan Markle does this type of Hallmark, and Lacey does this type of Hallmark, and, like, they bucket people. I think that there's probably some of that, mm. for sure. So, is there a particular one we want to start with? <laughs> Um, I don't know. Let's, I think right, let's well, let's start with the Fourth of July one. Okay, because I think it was more Buck Wild, but less substantive. Yes, like I think we've got less to work with there, but it was yeah. also just off the fucking chains. Yeah, yeah. So basically, <laughs> in this one, I, Meghan Markle's like still fairly new to her job as an actress i Mm -hmm. think yes (laughs) and she is a journalist and she's like not super happy with her job and then she gets assigned to go back home and write about her parents fireworks business Mm -hmm. because sure and because this large paper in chicago that's like the new york times but chicago is going under because of the internet and so they need a human interest story Right. To raise, that'll, that'll save them. Yes, to increase the subscriptions. Yeah. So she's going to write about her fireworks business in Washington to save the newspaper. Right. Yeah. And so she goes back home or is preparing to go back home and calls her quote-unquote best friend who says, <laughs> I'm getting married on the 4th of July. <laughs> Surprise! Which is like four days from this time it's both like four days and like three weeks (laughs) somehow unclear and so this girl who's supposedly her best friend both is getting married and is getting married to her ex-boyfriend and has not mentioned this prior to this moment her ex-boyfriend who she doesn't realize was going to propose to her on the night that she told him he was she was moving to chicago which was also the 4th of July. Which was also the 4th of July. You know how we talk all the time about how nothing happens in a calendar year outside of Christmas Day? So it's yeah. that, but now we've shifted to the 4th of July. <laughs> time stands still yep. in this town in Washington, except for the 4th. Right. Yeah. And she's so the friend's going to have a 4th of July themed wedding, which we will get to. We will get to it just so much. <laughs> But it's like she only finds out about the wedding because she happens to call her friend and is like, oh, I'm coming home. Yep. So I have some questions. And it, and it's like framed as if they only talk like maybe like once a year. Yeah. Because she like 
doesn't seem to know that, like, her oven is broken. Yeah. And, like, I'm sorry, but all of my best friends would know the exact yeah. second that my oven broke. Especially it would be if I traumatic. Was, especially if I was storing shoes in it. Like, of course that would be on Snapchat. Right. right. They, she stores shoes in it, and it's a comedic bit. So. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, basically, the whole thing is less about her writing the article and more about her being in this 4th of July wedding and, Mm -hmm. like, planning the whole thing because she's surprised the maid of honor and needs to put on, like, a shower in that time frame and Mm -hmm. help her shop for a dress because this girl's, like, hasn't planned anything Mm -hmm. prior to this moment. Mm -hmm. So it turns out you can turn around a 4th of July-themed wedding in about 36 hours. Mm Mm-hmm. In this universe. She also managed to hire and fire three wedding planners in that yep. time. And yep. we're talking about a town of, like, 400 people. Uh-huh. So, a lot of questions about the market there. And no one's concerned about the urgency. No. It's also not clear how long they were supposed to have been engaged. No. There's just... Super a, unclear. A lot is happening and none of it makes sense. Right. Yeah. So during their time preparing, Meghan Markle has to, I don't know what her character name is. <laughs> doesn't matter. Amy. Mm. It's Amy. Oh. Good job. Well, yeah, it's Amy. Amy has Amy to interact with her ex-boyfriend <laughs> and sparks fly. <laughs> And there's all this, like, super shady business about them, like, having feelings for each other still, even though he's supposedly in this 4th of July-themed wedding and does not care a single bit about it. And... He, like, not only doesn't care about the wedding, but just, like, does not... Like, the the best friend slash bride is batshit crazy, and it seems like everybody in town is, like, comfortable with this. Like, they all yeah. just know it about her, and it's just, like, mm-hmm. acceptable. Yeah. And his, his, like, position on the whole thing seems to be, like, she fucking sucks, but we're getting married. Like, and she seems to feel the same about him, which doesn't, like, yeah. they're settling for each other, but... Hallmark doesn't do a good job of convincing you of much... <laughs> Not as much film. at all, no. There's, like, no <laughs> clear reason. And we'll, we may get there, but when we get to the end, she talk, the bride talks about how she was more in love with the idea of the wedding than yeah. this guy. Yeah. And it's like, but, like, why? Like, I almost think that the only acceptable read on this is that the best friend wanted to bone him because... Uh, she because the two her best friend and that guy were so in love that she thought that if she married him then she <laughs> could get what they had together so she was like delusional yes and then he was marrying her because he was so sad to have lost amy that yeah. that was like his only connection back that's that's the only thing i can figure because otherwise it's it's just like these two people who hated each other got married for literally no reason. Right. And then, like, the guy has no redeeming qualities. No. At all. And there's this whole B-plot about how the fireworks might not happen and her parents might lose their business. Whatever. But the guy, like, helps her get fundraisers for the fireworks show. And, like, we're supposed to think he's a 
good guy. Mm-hmm. Like, cool, you have one skill. You made one GeoCities webpage. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, guy. It's 2014. We don't <laughs> use flaming graphics anymore. <laughs> um, is it time to talk about the wedding dress? Yes, let's get there. Please? Let's lead get a, there. Lead us there. So, um, there are many wedding planning shenanigans that are all 4th of July themed. Um, so there are lots of red, white, and blue banners. And there are red, white, and blue cakes. And there is a whole thing with a red, white, and blue bouquet. And so it's a lot. Yeah. Is the bottom line. So we get to the dress shop. And it's like, it's Amy and the two other random bridesmaids. And they're wearing these, like, horrific sparkly dresses. And they are red, white, and blue. And then the bride pops out. And she's wearing a strapless dress. Mm -hmm. It's ball gown (laughs) style. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's got, like, a big section of pleats on the big poofy skirt. And inside of those pleats, Mm -hmm. it's red, white, and blue. So each Mm -hmm. pleat. Or it's just mm-hmm. red and white. Sorry, it's red yep. and white. It's the red and white stripes. It's like stripes. In the pleats. So each pleat is a stripe. And then on the top, there's like a scalloped edge um, at like the the top of the bodice. And then the white part of the dress like cuts down the middle. So on one side of her boob on a diagonal, it's <laughs> blue with white stars. So the dress is yeah. the flag wrapped around her body. <laughs> Inside of a wedding dress. If you ever wanted a wedding dress bunting? <laughs> she did it. She did it. Like, I, I, who made this dress? Like, did Hallmark commission it? Did they these I, exist? they definitely commissioned it. I have a thousand questions and I want every single one of them answered. We talk a lot about the questions we don't want answered. No, we need every question answered. I want all of these ones answered. <laughs> When I was watching this, I told Kirsty that we could do an entire episode on this dress. Yes, we absolutely could. There's a lot to unpack here. It's just, here's, here's oh, yeah. one. It's coming in hot on the slack, you guys, right now. Oh, no, that one didn't come through correctly. It's fine. Oh, yes, it did. There it is. Boy, howdy. I can't get a full-size version, but there there are the stars and stripes, and it's a wedding dress. Yep. Ooh, Betty. Yeah. So much scalloping. A lot, a lot. A lot happening. Yeah. It's a whole vibe. Mm-hmm. She also has a sugar daddy. Yep, she has a sugar daddy for literally no reason. And then the best friend and the sugar daddy fall in love. Yeah. And they treat it like that was totally supposed to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, spoiler alert... <laughs> At the end, they, so the wedding gets canceled on the 4th of July. Yes. And then. No, on the 3rd. It's the night before. Oh, sure. Because it happens at the rehearsal dinner. Yeah. So then on the 4th of July, during the fireworks show, Amy and Guy (laughs) take a stroll and he proposes to her. And it's like, well, is this, like, did you go out and buy a ring immediately? Did... Like, is this the same ring? The you other want to know what had? I wanted to know? Is yeah. the ring that he gave to the friend. Yeah. Was that 
the ring. Oh, is it like a traveling ring? I think it's I think it's like the sister <laughs> sh- sisterhood sisterhood of the yeah. traveling ring. You know, wow. Uh, and the thing that made me think it is when they do the the video chat in like the first scene. Yeah. Um, so there's like the first one where the friend starts to tell her the news and she's like, no, I have to go on my very important date. And the friend's yeah. like very disappointed. And at one point, right before she starts to say I have news, she like whips out her hand and <laughs> is like, hello. <laughs> like every woman in a workplace who's ever gotten engaged. Hi, friend. And I thought it was Hallmark trying to be like cheeky because they had shown the ring like right before mm. in the scene previously. Yeah. So I thought they were trying to foreshadow. Mm. Could be right. Yeah. Yeah. I have no other things to say about this film. No, it was a really bad movie. And we watched all of it. And I, you know, he's not hot or tall. No. I couldn't find a height on him, but he's, he's like, I'm looking at a picture right now. He's maybe two and a half to three inches taller than Meghan Markle, and she is five six. So he's under six feet. Yeah, is what we're saying. And he's not hot, and he's not charming. Mm-mm. And he's his. I don't know about him as a person, but his character is not fun. No. And pass. like pat hard pass. There, like nothing happens at any point. To, like, rekindle their romance, it's just like, oh, I looked at you and remembered that I boned you seven years ago. Right. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. Not great. Not great. So, Dater's Handbook. The Dater's Handbook. This is a whole entire movie. This was the first one I watched, and my immediate reaction was at this point in her career Meghan Markle is too good for Hallmark Uh, you had a different reaction (laughs) (laughs) you know I have never seen any of the other things that Meghan Markle ever acted in I have not either (laughs) but I'm just gonna go ahead and say that I don't think there ever was a point in her career where she was too good for Hallmark okay I'll at least say she is a little bit less robotic than, like, a Lacey. Yes. Yeah. She she doesn't look like she's generated by algorithm for a Hallmark movie. Like, she's an AI Hallmark character. <laughs> yeah, She can at least make things a little bit natural and not so, like, stilted like a lot of the Hallmarkers. Yeah. Hallmarkers! We should call them. Hallmarkers! <laughs> it just makes me think of Hall Monitor. <laughs> like I just imagine them all in like a Christmas hallway asking for your hall pass. <laughs> they would be the type. They would be, for sure. <laughs> um so yeah, I just I think what's hard for me is I hate it when Hallmark tries to have characters who are supposed to be like fun and flirty and like bubbly. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a certain type of character that they are trying to script and write for mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. direct for mm-hmm. that is uncomfortable yeah. in Hallmark. Yeah. In part because it's not, like, a type of charisma that you can really capture in a scripted environment. Yeah. 
Um, but also just because it's so fucking cheesy. I, to be clear, I don't think the writing is good in either yeah. of these movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's I, only so much you can blame on Meghan Markle versus the content yes, she's given. Yes, that is fair. That's, and th- I mean, that's why I qualified that I've never actually, yeah. like, seen her act. So yeah. I, what the fuck do I know? Um, I also just find it so painful to have to watch Hallmark characters flirt. Mm-hmm. And this movie in particular is, yeah. like, the only relationship <laughs> building that they did between her and the love interest was flirting. Yeah. And their common bond mm-hmm. is just flirting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you love that. Yeah. And we're supposed to really, like, take a lot of stock in how much they like each other because of the, like, six weeks that they spent flirting. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, the real star of this movie, anyway, is Meghan Markle's dog. She has a great dog. He's a great dog, and his name is Duke, which feels like foreshadowing that I really enjoy. I saw another article that tried to claim that this movie was foreshadowing her life because she had to pick between, like, a, a, like, reliable, dependable, like, predictable man and, like, an adventurous man. And Harry was more like the adventurous man, but then this entire take took a real plot twist because then they started arguing that William was like the George in this movie. No, and I was like, thank but you. she but no. she never had to choose between Harry and William. So like <laughs> I don't know what to happen. Ew. Like what editor allowed this through onto the internet because Well also like I think Centuries of inherited wealth is pretty reliable, if you ask. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So her dog's name is Duke, and he's the star of this movie, and he gets quite a few appearances, which I was happy about. Yes. Um, but in this movie, she can't find love. Mm-hmm. Or has had no luck with love. <laughs> she just, like, picks bad boyfriends. Right. And so her family, <laughs> who is white in both Hallmark movies, which yes. is uncomfortable, yes. um, advises her to follow this, like, dating advice expert's handbook on how to find a man and to test that theory in real life, mm-hmm. which has never been a good idea. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So she basically dates two different guys. At the same time. Yeah. And one of them is another sugar daddy, kind of. Yep. And the other one is fun, but casual. Yes. And, it, yeah, it's for science, so it's okay to date both of them. <laughs> The one thing I really appreciated about his character is that they made him the director of a rec department. Mm -hmm. And that's just, that's a whole vibe they went for. (laughs) Did they nail it? They pretty much nailed it. Mm. Um, He seemed, well, they pretty much nailed it. I'll just leave it there. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Yes. And so the whole 
the only thing driving the plot are the different chapters of the book where it's like, yeah, there's a chapter about first dates. So she goes on a first date with each of them and then has to have a debrief with her mom and her sister and her mom and her sister are each rooting for one of the guys. Yeah. And then there's a chapter about like having sex on the first date or something. So then she has to like, make out with them and then they have to have a debrief and then Mm -hmm. there's a chapter about gift giving so it's her birthday and they both have birthdays and then they debrief and so we just like do this (laughs) all the way through the book and like remember when we watched american girl yes (laughs) same premise same premise (laughs) yeah um and then we get to the point where uh she has to choose one man Mm -hmm. and so they have to go through the checklist yeah. And decide which man checks off the boxes. Yes. And, like, surprise, it's the reliable, dependable guy that she doesn't like at all. Who's also old. Who's old and also one of her clients and just decided one day after she did a good job on his marketing materials Aww. to Aww. walk into her office and ask her on a date. And, and yeah. he, was, he goes, unless you think it's inappropriate. And she's like, no, no, not that. Like, yes, I do. Like, actually, yes, that's, like, pretty fucking inappropriate. Please leave my office and we can have this conversation over the phone. Never. Thanks. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do want to know what actual Meghan Markle thinks about the content in these films. uh, I can tell you what she thought about one of them. Oh, boy. Please, I, I can tell you what she thought about this one, actually. Is this press tour content, though? This is not this, real thoughts. I mean, uh, I don't know Meghan Markle as a person. I do. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just going to say that this, in from everything I have read of her and all of her interviews, this tracks. Okay. And you can take that for what you will. All right. And she said, I'm just drawn to how relatable the script is. When I first read it, I thought there are so many women who are going to connect to the story of trying to find a balance in work and also in relationships and trying to find love. Megan previously explained quite earnestly about choosing the role. It's really heartwarming and affirming and validating. With stories like this, it keeps it very light and easy and makes everybody feel good. At the end of a long day, that's what I want to watch. So, you know, she's she's trying to slide in some light feminism. Yep. She's trying to slide in... Yep. All kinds of concepts. She's trying to spin this in as good of a way as you can. (laughs) Yeah. I guess. I guess. I mean, I'm just saying that she didn't have to choose Hallmark at all. And if you are choosing a Hallmark contract, you are making a decision about your values. Yes. I also don't know how many options she had at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mr. Hot or Tall for Life also chose a Hallmark movie, so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not judge too hard. But we all know a thing or two about Hot and Tall and Perpetuity's values, so. <laughs> You know, (laughs) I'm just saying, like, Sam Hewen isn't out there um, (laughs) trying to (laughs) trying to change the world for for all of feminism, you know, he's not. Mm -mm. 
he's not. He's really just trying to have big pecs and play James Bond. Yeah. So like so hard. So hard. I, Jesus this is, Christ. We're gonna like can't. we're gonna veer off for a hot second, but it was it I saw it in like three different places on the internet last week. All of these fans like all riled up about the concept of Sam Hewen playing James Bond because they were all like, he's so much better than Bond. I don't know why everyone's so obsessed with this. Like he's too good for Bond. And no, I want to be like not. everyone's obsessed with it because he's obsessed with it. Like stop trying to take his dream away from him. Right. Just, he's not that good. Just let him be James Bond. Right. It's fine. It's fine. I, he's a perfectly fine actor. I have nothing against him here, and obviously. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I have nothing against Meghan Markle, so. Same, same. Leave it there. Same, same, same. Same, same. Um, okay, so. So then she has to pick between them, and she picks the guy she doesn't like because he follows the rules in the book. Yeah. And then her mom is like, well, I remember the book saying that you have to be genuine with the guy yeah. also. And that sends Meghan Markle for a ride because she's like, yeah. oh, fuck. Yeah. So to prove the point, she takes him mini golfing. And he doesn't like mini golfing. So then there's a dramatic breakup. Yeah. She breaks up with him dramatically. And then I she... mean, the best judge of character is certainly Minigal. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she runs into him again and tells him that she can't date him because she makes bad choices in men. And clearly he's a bad choice. Yeah. Which is always what people want to hear. Yeah. And then she panics and decides to win him back. And it works. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I just say about this movie that they made him look like the sane one out of everybody? The the casual man? Yes. Yeah. Um, they did. They made an interesting choice that they don't usually make. Which is to make their main character, the woman that you are supposed to be rooting for, seem completely batshit insane. Yeah. Yeah. Not common in Hallmark. No. 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 Um, yep. Both of these movies, and I don't know if I just am picking up on it now, but they both had so much FaceTime. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> is this a quarantine edit or is this real the like quarantine edit i did have multiple times which i did not realize that this had like crept into my consciousness yet but i did have multiple times when like they walked into large gatherings or like walked into her parents house or whatever where i was like wait oh that's right you can still see people <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah um, and I also earlier did pull up an article that was something about how this is like the movie that you need in quarantine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I wonder when this was written. And I didn't mean like what month. I was thinking, was this written close to when it was produced? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. No. No. Quarantine is your hint. Yep. Yeah. 
Sure is. Sure is. Yeah. In case you're ever wondering. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was nice in both of these movies to not have to look at their, like, shitty fake snow. There was a little bit of fake snow in Dater's Handbook because they're in Colorado. Yeah. The CGI of the mountains in Colorado was, like, pretty fucking buck wild. But was it more buck wild than <laughs> the one that put you over the edge yeah. last night? Um, we get to bring back our favorite mini segment from Game of Thrones times. We can also, see your green sometimes screen. sometimes appearing on Outlander. <laughs> there, so they, in the scene where the boyfriend proposes to her on the dock on the 4th of July at the end of the movie, the green screen is so severe that, so they've got, like, the fireworks, and you can literally see a green halo in her hair. Yeah. Like, she looks like a little magazine cutout. The person editing that just really phoned it in that day. They just didn't have a single fuck to give. They were like, Hallmark gave me, like, ten bucks and three hours to do this, so. Deuces! Here we are. It's like they used the magnetic tool in Photoshop yes. instead of actually doing it, like, yep. appropriately. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It was totally like, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was special. It was really something. Mm-hmm. I do hope that somebody lost their job over that. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna write a letter? You know, I just think someone at Hallmark, some executive at Hallmark needs to come in and look at some of the old movies in their archives mm. and reflect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if because they did these movies, if that was why Hallmark didn't get in on the Megan and Harry movie game the way they did with Will and Kate. Mm. I wondered if there was some sort of like conflict. Uh... Like, you can't have a Meghan Markle in-universe in all. Sure. <laughs> you know, it's, it's Yeah, like, you just start... They did do what? Oh, no, those were Will and Kate no. movies. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Lifetime did them. Lifetime did both of them. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting thought. I bet there's something to that. Probably. And, yeah. It would be weird. It would be weird. And I'm sure there's also something about, like, like you probably don't want to sign away the rights to your life story to the people who you used to do shitty movies for. No one's signing away their, their rights to make those movies. <laughs> <laughs> they would never be like, yes, sad boy lion sex. Sad boy Signed. lion sex. Sign me up. My agents are incredible. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, did that's you, uncomfortable. Did you have a preference on which one of these movies was better or worse? I mean, Dater's Handbook was objectively better. Yeah. Um, In terms of, like, how tolerable any given thing is to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but only just. Only just. I mean, they're both... Like, Hallmark movies are bad. The thing that I did find interesting is that both of these were um, Hallmark dramas. Mm-hmm. And I, I've i only seen a couple of Hallmark dramas. Uh, 
And I just didn't feel like the dramatic heart was really <laughs> in these ones. No? Um, you were so on the edge of your seat? I'm just confused. Like, I feel like I struggle with this all the time during Christmas season because they have Christmas movies happening on both. Yeah. Um, And I just, I still don't know what Hallmark dramas want from me. <laughs> I don't know. There's not much cohesion in the genre, if you will. No, that's fair. <laughs> I think it just depends on whose budget it's coming out of. Yes, that that's is my fair. guess. Yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Yeah, so if you want a dose of Meghan Markle that you didn't ask for... <laughs> <laughs> You can you can also watch these movies. Yes. And they, then you can tell us what you think about them. Yes. They're available in places and you can find them very readily. And also, um, we said this already, I think, but Dater's Handbook has been in some kind of Hallmark lineup recently, so it is newly relevant and even more easy to find than it might have otherwise been. Both of them were. Oh, yeah. Because when Sparks Fly was on on 4th of July weekend. That's right. You recorded that shit live. I sure did. Because I tried to watch it because I didn't know where I was in time and space and thought it had been recorded like a week before. <laughs> nope. Nope. It had not. Nope. Nope. Um, but yeah. That is my entire thought mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> about this movie. <laughs> yes. Yep. All right. Um... If you have other Hallmarks that you want us to watch and or other Meghan Markle content or other adaptations of a royal story that you want us to watch, <laughs> anything in our content buckets, <laughs> you can tweet to us <laughs> at HateWatchWithUs. You can email us at HateWatchWithUs at gmail.com. You can go to HateWatchWithUs.com and click the Contact Us form or you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and tell us um, what holiday your wedding would be themed around. Mm. What holiday would your wedding be themed around? Ooh. Um, that's a great question. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say 4th of July, but I don't actually want patrons. No. <laughs> the idea of you in a, a red, white, and blue time. dress is like especially Yeah, but I hate choice. all holidays, so let's talk about um, Waffle Day. National Waffle Day. There you go. That's a yeah. good one. I think it's a bit of a trick question for me because I did get married on a holiday. Um, but, but my wedding. But there's no themes about themed. your holiday. Uh, that's not true. The theme of Labor Day is take three days off and hang out outside. <laughs> yeah. So we did nail that. The theme of Labor Day is make 500 tissue paper flowers. <laughs> <laughs> the theme of Labor Day is hanging out in barns. Yeah. Yes, very much so. <laughs> I was trying to get something about corn in there because that is real. Um, and not I, stepping in cow pies in your wedding. <laughs> there you <dress>. go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So 
Uh, we're also members of the Thought Bubble Audio Network, and they have other podcasts in the event that you want to listen to more podcasts from the type of people who would hang out with us, but not the type of people who would talk about Meghan Markle for an hour. To and their loss. <laughs> to their loss. <laughs> <laughs> but if that's the circle in the Venn diagram that you are in, then you can head over to Thoughtbubble FM on Twitter, thoughtbubbleaudio.com. You can send them an email at thoughtbubbleaudio at gmail.com, or you can look them up on Patreon and send them money so that we can all keep creating podcasts for you. Yes. Yes. Also, I just need everyone to know that Kirstie's been spamming me pictures from this movie. <laughs> With no context for the past hour, and I played it really cool this whole time, but wow. I was like, you just must not be on Slack. No. Because <laughs> it's, like, prime content. Um, the one with Meghan Markle in a uh, toilet paper wedding dress I think that's. Really, I think that's the one. That's the shining star. I think that's the one. That's going to be our cover art. There are two different variations of it, but one is clearly better than the other. <laughs> Correct. She's making this incredible fart face in both of them that I just think really sums up the sort of general <laughs> approach to the whole film. God, no kidding. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, this movie had almost nothing written about it on the internet, but a lot of pictures. And the other movie had no pictures, but plenty written about it. So take mm. that for what you will. Yep. That sounds right. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's officially all we have to say. <laughs> we got there. Um, we will see you next week. I think we're going to talk about one of our favorite topics of all time next week. I've been prepping for like three weeks. So I'm going to be so ready. I've been prepping for a long time in my head. So I just have to make sure all my notes. Yeah, I have to write there. it all down because I keep forgetting. Yeah. But they'll all come back to me. They always do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And on all that right. note, we'll, we'll see, you, see next you next time. time. <laughs> Whoops. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>